0: Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of adelic I am your host, Mike Brancatelli. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks for, for joining, thanks for coming. Uh, if you're new, thanks for, for checking us out. And, uh, you know, thank you to all you uh, listeners out there that support the show by liking it and sharing it and um, talking about it. And, uh, you know, if you really enjoy the show and, and you want to support us, Really simple. All you got to do uh, is just go to iTunes, leave us a nice rating and review. Simple as that. I won't twist your arm about it, even though I talk about it every single podcast, uh, and you're probably sick of it already. But hey, that's what we got to do around here. Um, so yeah, if you uh, if you like the show, if you're a fan, if you get value from it, um, just support us by leaving a, a nice rating and review on iTunes. That should, that should just about do it for now. Anyway, today's podcast is an awesome one. I, I had a really great conversation with the uh, the founder of Collective Evolution, uh, Joe Martino. And if you don't know what Collective Evolution is, I, I mean, I don't know how you can't. Uh, they're they're everywhere. They're they're all over the place. They're their biggest. Uh, they're on social media. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're on uh, they're on everything. Their biggest uh, source is is probably uh, Facebook. That's how I found out about them. They have like four million likes on their Facebook page, and they're constantly <clears throat> putting out uh, tremendous content uh, every day for a a conscious new Earth, as they say. And uh, basically, what collective evolution is is they're an organization that's engaging people to begin thinking about. Um, you know what it what it all means to be a human being on this planet you know kind of like what, what what I'm doing with this podcast. It's exploring what makes us human and um, just you know trying to communicate important truths and be a new source, a new media outlet for people to engage in conscious content that helps expand, uh, our everyday way of thinking. You know, they, they, they do a lot of, uh, they, they create documentary films, uh, they hold events. They're located in Toronto. Uh, collective evolution is one of these new media, um, organizations that is, is putting out powerful and impactful content and inspiring, uh, inspiring content to help, um, you know, really bring about kind of the the change that we all want to see in, the, in this world. So I think they're doing some amazing things. And I, I won't go too much more into it, because we're going to talk about all this stuff on the show. Once again, Joe Martino, uh, and he, we just had a great conversation and um yeah and he's going to tell you all about how he started collective evolution and what they're currently doing and 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 how the future is going to shape out and all that kind of stuff and what 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 they what they're looking forward to so yep very good conversation and uh really really excited about this one I hope you guys are gonna like it as well and if you do like it, please you know uh, share it with your friends you know talk about it. Um, you know the best way that uh, we can help grow this podcast and spread this message uh, is is by word of mouth you know if you if you're listening to this show and you feel that you you really uh, get value from it and you enjoy it, um, you know the best the best thing that you could do for me and for the show is is just share it, talk about it, like it, you know, um, those sorts of things. And, uh, and yeah, and then we can keep this, uh, keep this train rolling along. All right. Without further ado, uh, I'm just going to get into it right now. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Joe Martino, the founder of collective evolution. Thanks.
1: Psychedelics are illegal, not because, A loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third-story window. Psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing. They open to us the possibility that everything we know is wrong. We don't need new laws that control our consciousness and rigidly place it in a prison.
0: Cognitive liberty! The fact that as adults, if we're not hurting anybody else, we should have the right to explore the contours of our own consciousness without any mediation or legislation on the part of somebody else. Reject authority.
1: Authority is a lie. Voice perception. Information is power. But we have to seize, seize the opportunity. The opportunity. The opportunity.
0: Well, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, Mike Adelic. Uh, appreciate it very much. I uh, I'm a huge fan of your work. I'm absolutely just uh, like a huge fan of Collective Evolution. And um, I'll tell you, I, I don't know too much, but I hope to know more, and that's the reason why you're you're here today, so I can know a little bit more, and so our listeners can know a little bit more about you guys. Um, I, what I know is that I, I saw you on, on Facebook um, and I started to see these really cool stories and inspiring quotes and just a lot of stuff that really connected with me and resonated with me. And I, and I was like, oh wow, this is, uh, this is you know hitting almost every facet of our society and culture. And I'm like, you know, looking at like a little checklist, like, yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. The political stance, I agree with that. I agree with, uh, I agree with this. So it it was really cool to, to see that. And then, you know, obviously I, I, you know, get the notifications and and all that stuff. So how did this whole, whole thing, uh, begin? How did collective evolution start?
1: That's a good question because it, it, you know, now almost eight years ago, it's like, you, you know people ask you how was it how is it now versus when it started you know what's that what's that like has it changed how has it evolved over the years how does it feel to like kind of have gone through that journey and so there's been like a lot of reflection and you know for for me back 8 years ago when i was first starting it Um, It was, I was, there was a time in my life where I was feeling very sort of just down and out, as funny as that sounds, but I mean in terms of creating what we created now out of a space space of being, uh, you know, down and out, but it was like, I was in college, I was doing what I guess, you know, my my friends and family and you know people around you are all telling you you got to do which is you know you completed high school and now you got to go to college even though you have no idea what you want to do and you know you don't really feel like it's for you and the education system has just never really resonated with you but you know you got to do it because that's what life's about and that's how you get places in life. So. Here I am, I'm in college and, and I'm just totally not feeling feeling fulfilled in my life, uh, just again it was like one of those, those spots where in life where all, you kind of feel like you hit your low point in a sense, um, which I think is a very good thing to have happen because a lot of, of greatness can come out of that and it's uh, usually a very good reflection point. But so here I am, I'm experiencing this and, and I finally, long story short, I, I decided to drop at a college for good. And I had gone through at this point about four different uh, diplomas that I was trying to complete, um, thinking that every time I switched one I would feel better about it or that I would somehow resonate more with it. So. Here I am. I drop out of school and I start exploring a lot about, you know, myself. How my beliefs were formed. How my, you know, I was starting to learn about consciousness. What that was all about. Um, why do I see the world and perceive the world the way I do? Um, has everything I've learned in life, what was it? Is it really all true? What does it really all mean? And so through that whole journey, um, there was a lot of exploration, a lot of internal change, and decided, hey, you know what? I bet there's other people going through this same stuff, and you know, there was small conversations you'd have here and there where people would really open up to you about this stuff. And you started to realize it would be great if there was an online resource that would allow people to come and just read stories. And for me at the time, it was very sort of therapeutic to put a lot of my thoughts and my my journey online. So I just started writing. And and that's how Collective Evolution got its first content. As I was writing every day, usually like one, two, sometimes three times a day, just posting up articles and stuff like that. And uh, over time, it expanded into an organization that, you know, has a very, very clear message at its core, which is change starts within, meaning all the change we want to create in the external world, we first have to begin by changing ourselves. We got to focus on who we are and how we perceive the world first and, and make a shift there. And that'll express outwards. And so we've gone into, you know, uh, documentaries, articles, videos. Uh, We have a retreat center up north. We do, uh, you know, events in in Toronto. We got a whole bunch of stuff on the go, all geared towards, you know, again, sharing that message of change starts within. And that's how we're going to create a positive shift on this planet to make the world a better place.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's I mean like to say that i can resonate with that is an understatement i mean it, you basically just told you know describe almost my life story except i didn't have the balls to drop out of college cuz uh i was too afraid everyone kept telling me i would be a you know a bum or something but uh but yeah i hated it i always hated school i mean same same stuff i i totally agree with you and and you know it's uh it's a great message you know i mean it's there's so many times there's so much out there in the world right now where people are are focused on all this external stuff and and worried and and just run around like a like like a bunch of lunatics when really a lot of the change does come uh from within. So that's that's a, that's a powerful message and uh you know you guys put out really great content. How how um so it was it was just you, Joe. You started this on your own and then eventually some people decided they wanted to be a part of it or did you kind of go out there and and, and start to hire people or how did that kind of, how did it really kind of grow into, into what it is now?
1: Yeah, so I mean, at the time when we were starting, I was running another website with a friend and it was more so geared towards the conspiracy side of things and we wanted to foster conversation. So we had like a forum going that was all about the different things that we were kind of learning and seeing and, and you know, building a bunch of discussions there you know, as that kept going, it was like, you know, you you saw the value in having like a, a community online where you could talk to people. And, um, when I started to really go through a lot of the consciousness based shifts, I, you know, I felt that, you know, the message of what we were doing in the other one was just not quite, you know, was not quite there. And so, um, it was, I wanted, really wanted to put a lot of what I was learning on the consciousness side and create a whole new energetic pattern, which is collective evolution, you know, like this whole new platform that would have a completely different feel, would, would have a very clear mission, and, you know, how could we create that, and so um, basically what happened was, you know, it became my baby pretty fast, you know, it was like, it was something I resonated really hard with, it, it was something that I, I, felt very strongly about. And I had uh, people, there was a couple of people around that were, you know, trying to sort of find their place within it to try and, you know, see how they resonated and what they wanted to do at the time. And it was kind of like a tough uh, early beginning because it, it, you know, it kind of required help from from more people and stuff like that. But it was one of those things where, um, you know, people got to feel like they're really, involved in a way that they're expressing who they are through it and that sort of thing. So um, over time, a couple of the people that were kind of helping out at the beginning had just kind of phased off in the next couple of months. And then um, I had met um, a couple of friends that were like. Kind of like they were, they were on this journey too, almost at the exact same point in my life where they were just kind of like leaving school or they were, you know, really unfulfilled with life and that sort of thing. And so they started writing for the site, and so it was very much just like doing a lot of writing and focusing a little bit on Facebook. And I, I think we had like kind of three, four of us, five of us going strong, but like not like super full time at this point. And after about, I would say, because we, we went, we went hard for about three and a half four years before we even thought of monetizing mm-hmm. um because it was like it was strictly just a passion project it was something that we just loved doing and we kind of just made things work you know and um and then eventually we got to the point where we chose to monetize around uh, i think it was around 2012 the end of 2012 or somewhere around the end of 2012 mm-hmm. and um we it changed everything it like absolutely changed everything because you know, we, we had made commitments to ourselves when we were monetizing, you know, that any form of monetization and how we went about it had to resonate with us and have to feel like it was in line with our message. And while I can't say we're 100% there, because, you know, there are still ads that show up on our site that, you know, aren't 100% in line with our message, like if it shows Coca-Cola, or if it shows like, you know, something like that, you know, that's not 100% where we want to be, but for the most part, our advertising—we've we've been very, very strict with it, and that's how we've stayed so solid and strong to to our message. Um, but yeah, then we started expanding once we monetized, and now we have about, um, including freelance staff, we have about 14 people um, working for the company, and and you know we're looking to expand in the next uh, a few months to a year, somewhere in that range. Um, as we kind of just, you know, take things to the next level, because at this point for us, you know, we've, we've kind of been operating from, we started with nothing to, you know, just a little bit of, I literally, I threw in a thousand dollars at the beginning of this thing to like, just kind of really just get everything rolling. And, uh, you know, now it's at the point where it's like, we've been kind of just doing it this way for so long. We've built ourselves up to a point that we feel... You know, very happy about very grateful for all the all the stuff that's coming into place over the years but we really want to push into the main space more and, and create consciousness as a pop culture conversation something that um, is talked about so much that there's you know there's no way to ignore it and that's kind of the goal here is is really just push it out there as much as we can so we're kind of making that push this year and that's what we're going for
0: Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it it is definitely like it definitely takes some courage and it definitely takes, um, you know, determination and just really, you know, you said it was a passion project. And, you know, I mean, I can relate to that as well. And it's like, you know, in in the in the current state of the world, there is this shift that is happening and it's not going to be easy and it's not the the old guard isn't just going to kind of roll over. But uh, that's 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 awesome that you guys stuck with it and that you're growing it and that you're taking it to the next level because um, you know this is this is something that I think is is much needed in the in the mainstream cultural uh, consciousness that we all you know that we see I mean you know the the. <laughs> The regular stuff that that's that we've been exposed to for so long hasn't really served us too well right you know as as you as you can attest to so uh, hopefully maybe we can serve our peers and and the people coming up a little bit better when uh you know by expanding this 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 network or, or this you know this movement really is what it is i I feel it, it's it's definitely a movement um and yeah you said fourteen people i mean you guys seem so much bigger than that you seem to have such a bigger presence than that. Um, but, uh, I want to actually get to something you said, you, you said you're talking about a consciousness shift in yourself or you were exploring consciousness and that, what led you to kind of start doing this. What, was it anything in particular, um, did you, did you, that, 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 kind of led to this, that sparked this, or that was a catalyst for the consciousness shift, whether it was meditation or psychedelics or anything in particular, or maybe a combination of, of stuff.
1: Yeah, for sure. I can I can definitely talk to that, and uh, you know, just to touch on what what you had mentioned prior about sort of the appearance of, of the brand and, and you know, seeming like such a big uh, uh, sort of <laughs> company. Is it's what's funny is we. We've, we hear all the time, every time you know we're talking about the content, and that I talk to people, and they're like, "Oh, what's your team size?" And I always like, "How do you produce that much stuff with the team?" And I'm just like, you know, I don't know because we always feel like we don't do enough, you know. But it's like to other people, it's like I guess it comes across so grand and so big, um, but it's it, yeah, it's just a group of people just like gunning for it every day, just really pushing and doing a lot and. Um, I, I feel like once we get things going from a the standpoint of, of being, having the resources that we truly need to achieve the things that we want, I think it's going to be such a beautiful, uh, expression. So I'm really excited for that. But, uh, going to the, the whole aspect of how did I get here in terms of the, the consciousness side and, and resonating with that, it was, it was something where, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to my childhood, um. Growing up, I always had a a flair for the paranormal and and, uh, always knew there was a lot more to our reality than what we see in the physical. And um, so through that, I I kind of always had this open mind to feeling, to intuition, to um, understanding how the world really worked. I had a fascination with space and astronomy and, you know, knowing there was something more out there. And um, while it never led to a strong spiritual experience, uh, sort of connotation until a little bit later in life i i like i grew up catholic so i grew up under the sort of the confines of you know god is out there and, and you're here and you know you've you've kind of you're you're constantly doing things that are wrong and yeah and, he, he's you know, watching he, you the whole I, time right <laughs> absolutely he's watching you and, and i used to get threatened i used to get threatened with like you know god sees everything you're doing and this that whatever and you know, it's it's you know for some people it, it's it works and it's their way of doing things and you know that sure have fun with it um, but for me it was always something that I knew and, and I had asked so many questions about you know I grew up in Catholic schools so you know you, you'd ask the questions in religion classes like you know uh, what about this and what about that and, and they just never had answers and to me that was kind of like you know the, the clarity of religion really comes when you start to ask the question, you know, if if God is, or if Jesus, or however you want to look at it, is, is unconditional, unconditionally loving and, you know, created us and wants us to, to thrive and all these sorts of things, then why is there so much judgment and hate and all this? Like, what it doesn't make any sense. Why, if he loves you unconditionally, you could ask a mother or a father, you know, your child, is there anything that your child could do? that you would suddenly want to put them in a fiery pit for the rest of their lives, for the, for all of eternity. And every mother and father is like, no, I would never do that. And it's like, okay, so then why do you think some unconditionally loving being who created you would want to do the same thing? It just it kind of doesn't add up, right? Right. Um, just from, a, from an experiential point of view, right? And this is where I think consciousness and, and spirituality is more about it from an experiential side, as opposed to, just having faith in something um, I think they produce two very different results and i, I you know I just I, I really encourage <clears throat> the experiential side a lot and that that can happen through a number of things like for me um, i was i was I was on this path of really starting to again so aside from all the paranormal experiences and dreams and stuff that I had as a kid where I had you know gone through some really 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 interesting stuff some deep stuff that you know we we could get into um but i'll kind of just answer the question outright maybe dive into that stuff after but um yeah going through some of that was i I just kind of felt always opened and primed for um you know something deeper and so i had met um back in 2000 and i want to say 2008 i met um a guy a man who um was kind of just like I had a ton of questions, and he was just answering a ton of those questions, and it was all things that I was finding in my journey at that time, and that's that was kind of like as as simple as that sounds. That was kind of the kicker that got me onto like, oh my God, everything that I've been seeing, feeling, and 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 exploring over these this past year is now being confirmed to me as true in a way that feels very resonant within myself. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a profound feeling, yeah,
0: right? And, a confirmation. I just
1: recall. Yeah, absolutely. And I just recall he he had done this meditation with me where basically, you know, we just went, we went back into a memory, um, not like under hypnosis or anything like that. It was more so just like a, a, you know, close your eyes and whatever we go back into a memory. And I remember just seeing it so vividly. I remember my third eye just like literally flickering with so much bright light. Like it was insane. And throughout this whole process, of course my body because i was experiencing a lot of anxiety at the time because i was i was very anxious about how my life was going because i was in college and, and i couldn't handle it and anxiety's always a great tool to kind of get you to stop and like say hey what's going on something's out of alignment here you know so as as my, my third eye flickering my whole body's starting to like energetically like vibrate and i'm like uh, okay, I'm starting to freak out a little, a little bit. Like I didn't really show it, but inside, like my mind was like, you got to get out of this. You got, there's something, you know, like you can't do this. This is going to like, this is going to break down. It's going to break down, you know, and that's what I kept feeling. But really what was going on there is old programs and thoughts and, and the ego were, were starting to get challenged, right? And so it was a very interesting experience that led to um, a, a whole bunch of exploration into, you know, consciousness. Again, going into like, who, who are we really? You know who am I? Like, where do where do I really come from? And like, what is what is the I that's observing this experience versus the I that thinks it is the experience, and 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 so on and so forth, right? And so through that whole journey, it was for me it was all about just meditation and um, and just reflection and being in nature. I spent so much time in nature uh, during this time, just sitting by the lake here in that in Toronto, um, and just looking and watching and just connecting, you know, in a very you know, just energetic way to earth and whatever. And it, it sounds like a, this hippie-ish journey, but it really wasn't. It was literally just like heading out there, going, sitting on the grass, and just looking at the water, and um, just kind of like contemplating and thinking and reflecting. And I developed a very, very strong relationship with with my higher self, and really getting into um, you know, sort of asking the questions. What, like, if if you could say to somebody, if you could ask your soul all the questions, all the answers you wanted, you know, would you want to do that? And I think most people would say, absolutely. That's something that I would want to do, even for people who aren't sure that there, there might be, a, if there's a soul or not, you know, they would want to at least explore that experience. And, um, I had that experience and I got to, I got to do that for a long time and I still do all the time now. And everybody's totally hundred percent capable of that. I just had it um, at a time where it was, it was so strong that I could so clearly see what it is that I needed to do and wanted to do. And so through that whole journey, you know, it, was, it was a lot of, again, just internal reflection, a lot of meditation, a lot of just writing and doing what I did. Um, I, I never, never was drawn to or guided to exploring with psychedelics. Although a lot of people I know do, and it's a great tool or a door opener for a lot of people to explore consciousness, to explore self, to explore all those things. Um, yeah, it it
0: sounds it's, like uh, you didn't really need to. It sounds like you produced them naturally because that's uh, that's that's about the experience, you know, opening your third eye, your chakras, and 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 experiencing that that light and that energy and that knowing. Yeah, that's 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 pretty psychedelic, man.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, and that's and that's the you know I I was. I was very interested in psychedelics at the time. Um, well, I mean, I'm still am now in terms of just, uh, what they can provide. And I, you know, I had uh, doing a lot of research and again, I grew up like I had, I, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke weed. I, I did I didn't not, like I just was never drawn to anything. I liked being who I was in those moments. And it's not to say that people who do those things want to be someone different. It's more so that I just really enjoyed the state that I was in regardless of what I was experiencing in life. And so, um, when I would drink, uh, which was a very—it was like an eight-month period in my life where I, I explored alcohol, and uh, I got drunk one time, and I was like, "I just don't. This doesn't make sense to me. Why would we do this? <laughs> so it was like one of those things. Um, but I think, uh, so, I
0: think like uh, Bill Hicks, great comedian. Bill Hicks says, uh, "You know, but the alcohol is 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 the only substance that they allow because it kind of keeps you keeps you like." dumb enough you you still go to work and you can relax on the weekend or something like that. I forgot I messed up the the quote, but it was something like that.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's like, you know, I think he says like you drink coffee throughout the day to like keep your uh to keep your energy and everything going and then you drink alcohol on on the weekend or something to like make yourself feel better. or Something like that. Right. It's like, yeah,
0: it's just like a cycle yeah. of of that, yeah.
1: Exactly um but yeah you know the whole psychedelic thing i I got interested in i I started doing a lot of research a lot of writing on and you know really putting it out there as a as a as a resource for people it's like look, you know i've never done this you know i'll be forth and outright with it but um i feel like from a from a, a consciousness perspective that this could be a great exploratory tool um so long as it like many other things whether it be food whether it be you know, uh, alcohol, whether it be, you know, uh, marijuana, whatever it is, as long as it doesn't become this, this crutch where you don't feel like you could, you can have a relationship with your higher self or your consciousness without it. Right. That is, that is the number one thing with anything that we try and do psychedelics or not. It, It all comes down to building that that daily you have you have your, your connection to yourself daily and you and you recognize that as something that is part of your experience here as opposed to something that you only do from time to time when you want to explore it because what truly what we we're, what we're moving towards and what's happening and what this whole shift is about is getting into alignment where you're allowing your consciousness your true self to come through on a daily basis in your experience so that you're expressing what you truly want to express as opposed to expressing what your mind or your programming is looking for you to express. And this is what leads to so much uh, lack of fulfillment in the world is because almost all of us, um, and, 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 you know, that's changing as we go. So, I mean, this, this is probably a more accurate statement. If I said it about eight years ago, but um, you know, we're seeing more and more people getting in alignment now, but most of us are, not living through our true self and not doing stuff that we're really passionate about and that we feel we want to express. And and so what happens is, is we we go about life thinking that we're just this mind doing what we're supposed to be doing. We're living through the programming of what our parents told us, our friends told us, what society has told us, what you know different aspects of culture has told us. And we take that on as an identity and we live our lives and project it through that. And all of a sudden we start to feel unfulfilled. And then we ask the question, why? And it's like, well... You're not doing what you came here to do. What your soul is here to do. And as I, I, you know, we get lost in the idea that that's like, oh my god, that's so profound. I'm here to do something crazy. And It's like no, it's you came here with a, a like a, a checklist, if you will, of things that you wanted to experience in this lifetime. It's really it's like it's that simple. And you when you're when you get totally locked up in the in the mind aspect of living life, you start to get into this realm of Ah, I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm chasing that or I'm doing this or I'm, I'm doing that. And, and, and if you ask people, you know, where, why do you feel like you even want to do that? And they're not sure, or, you know, they're living out someone else's dream. They're living out the American dream or they're living out what, what the celebrity's dream or, or they hear someone and they say, oh, well, that sounds really cool. I would like to do that. But is it even your dream? Is it something that you really want to do? And so I believe a lot of the lack of fulfillment um, on this planet is as a result of of us not being in alignment and, and, and in touch with our true selves and what we're trying to do and what we want to express and what we're here to express. And that lack of alignment and the feeling that comes from within that doesn't feel so good um, is actually the catalyst that pushes us to go on the search for what is it that I want to do? How do I want to express? But what people need at this time, and this is what I think is so important, is the permission to see yeah, it's okay to do that. It's okay to explore that. It's okay to, you know, go down a path of, of doing something that's totally unconventional or doing something that's outside the realm of your comfort zone or what your parents are telling you and all that sort of stuff, right? That's, you know, going beyond those initial fears is what really starts to open that door of, expressing and being who you truly want to be and who you came here to be um in that sense and you know like what you're doing right now with, with your podcast i mean obviously it's something you're passionate about and something that you want to do you know a lot of people just like they think about it but they don't really ever just do it and it's <laughs> like well what that's something that's really going to provide you fulfillment because in some way shape or form you need to express this to people no matter how many people listen to it no matter how many people are, are you know whatever people always say oh how can I build like you know what you guys built it doesn't matter don't worry about it just do what you feel inspired to do and that's all that matters because that's all we ever did was just do what is in alignment with what your soul is you don't even have to think about worry about anything beyond that just do and everything will just kind of open its doors and of course, you bring in the mind, you bring in the, the physical world aspect of it and, you know, play the game a little bit so that you can express it in this world, but get in alignment with self, get in alignment with your soul because that's, that's a huge part of it.
0: Wow. That's some, that's some serious, deep truth bombs right there, man. That was, uh, yeah. I love, um, what, what my, one of my favorite authors, thinkers, philosophers of all time is, uh, Joseph Campbell. And he says, follow your bliss. Just follow your bliss and doors will open where there were only walls before. You know, it's like and it sounds like to me from your life experience, you had these kind of synchronistic events that happened. And because you were really following what you what you knew was right, you were you 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 experienced something. You said this isn't right. And you you decided to make the shift and say, I'm going to listen to myself. I'm going to listen to my inner feeling and I'm gonna go towards that and then when you started to move in that direction things started to come into your life things started to arise things started to kind of connect and coalesce for you did you have did you have a good um, like support group of of like friends and family who were supportive of of this kind of awakening and and building and transitioning and elevating to a higher consciousness
1: Um, yeah I would I would say to to you know I don't want to say like it was like, oh, my God, world, but it was it definitely was supported by several people that um, I think made the journey a lot easier. And and I through that recognition, I totally um, can understand and relate to the challenge that people can have when they don't have that support mechanism, because you know, there have been times in my life where I've had it really strong. And then there's been three years in my life where I didn't pretty much have it. And it's a pretty big difference. But if you gain the strength, you know, in the times where you do have the, the support, um, you know, it's a lot easier in those years when you don't have it or in those times when you don't have it. Because at the end of the day, too, it's like, you know, you don't bring on any experience unless you're able to, you know, your soul's not going to put up more than it can do. Right. So, you know, it's all about sort of getting reminded of the way I'm saying. Yes, you know, hey, so, uh I'm sorry, sorry theory, Joe, one second. You know, uh, we're just uh yeah, experiencing yeah.
0: a little bit of uh technical technical difficulty right there. You were chopping up a little bit. Uh it might it might have cleared up now. Sorry, continue.
1: So now we can look at other countries, other people, other things and now we're not having this hatred, this judgment towards a culture, towards a thing or whatever it might be, which ultimately leads to more peace, right? Because what happens is, is the more you start to shift that aspect of it, the more you remove the need for another soul or another group of souls to express that opposite to you because you've now, you've gone past that lesson, right? Everybody's playing a role for one another. So when we talk about all this, this war and this, 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 you know, fighting and conflict, it's just a reflection of our state of consciousness. And, you know, we look for the physical solutions to it all, but a big part of it is just continuing to have the conscious s- solutions to it. How can we change ourselves to approach the situation in a different way? How can we foster new forms of communication that are based around a genuine empathy or understanding for where people are at and then how we can, you know, express to them in, in a more non judgmental way, which is the most important thing, right? So, Again, these macro changes within ourselves in our in our own lives is ultimately what you know will create that external world, and and you know having a support mechanism of people around is definitely important because it can help to you know sort of bounce ideas off other people, talk to other people about things. I mean, I I was going through a lot of this stuff with, with about four or five other people who, um, you know, I could at least talk to about it. And, you know, there was one mentor in particular that was very, very powerful in my journey and, um, you know, helped, helped accelerate things a lot, but, at the same time if you don't necessarily have that you know, ask for it and and start seeking it out create it look for a community try and create a community um because it's truly it's truly meaningful to have that and you know that's why for us i mean we're, we're creating an online community right now um it's like a members area to basically be able to start fostering this deeper community relationship between people so that we can all kind of explore and, and evolve together because you know that's a huge part of it right and um it's, it's invaluable. I guess I'll I'll leave it off on that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And, and I feel like, I feel like I'm a part of, of this kind of community as well. You know, just being a follower of, of your, of your page and, 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 uh, your website and, and what you guys produce. It's like, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, my tribe, uh, my, 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 my people, you know, and, and the people that listen to this podcast, you know, they feel that way too. I get a lot of messages from people saying like, Oh, you know, like, I I, I love that what you said, and it really resonated with me. And I've I've always felt that way, but I never really thought about it. Or, you know, people say, like, I don't have anybody in my, like, town that, like, thinks like this or talks like this. So it's pretty cool that we're able to kind of actually for the first time in history, I think have a global shift in consciousness by this technologically mediated evolution. You know, it's like, we're all, we're all able to connect with each other and share our thoughts and ideas and our experiences and how we see the world. And I think, um, you know, I think there's, there's a, a journey ahead, but it's, it's, a uh, it's, it's one that's worth going on because, you know, I think what you're doing, uh, with collective evolution and, and, uh, you know, a number of other people there and myself included, I guess. And, uh, you know, it's like, we have the opportunity to kind of, I, I, I you brought this up a couple of times and it really resonated with me because, you know, when, when I grew up, it's kind of like when you grow up, when you come into the world, You know, people just tell you this is the way it is. You know, it's just like, you know, you just do this, do that, whatever. And you're kind of like in this weird game where you're like, I don't really like these rules, and I don't really like, like, what is this? I don't understand. So I think we have an opportunity now to actually like change the game, and and you know, kind of share what is right, how help get people into alignment in our generation. And I think you guys are doing a tremendous job of that. Um, And you know, you were t- talking about how your team is 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 not quite as big, I, but I think uh, I, I was figuring it out. Like your everything that you guys put out is so impactful. There's no like, there's no waste. I never see a collective evolution article or post where I'm like, eh. You know, it's it's really I you know not not to be over flattering or whatever, but seriously, you know, sometimes there's a lot of noise on the there's too much noise and there's too much stuff that gets lost in it and I think you guys do a good job of sticking to what you sticking to what you believe in sticking to what you feel aligned with and then and then putting that out there um yeah so anyway but uh, you're right here I am just being being a being a fanboy but but in all seriousness yeah. I, I I just think that uh I think that this is so I want to talk a little bit about like this kind of global awakening consciousness shift thing. Uh, you know, I've, I definitely have have felt this and I definitely believe this. What, what are your thoughts on this? T- talk to me a little bit about, about this kind of global shift of, of awakening and, and consciousness.
1: Yeah. So, um, that's kind of like the, the, the whole change starts within part of it is, is, I mean, in essence, it's, it's synonymous with the global shift in consciousness that's happening. Um, it's just I believe that's the vehicle to which it has the most impact is is by changing the individual within it's it's part of you know our what has to be our focus in a sense Um, as much as when we talk about the global shift or global change in consciousness that's happening you know we think that it's it's sort of happening automatically in the background and you know we're just going through it but um, a lot of it does come down to our our choices and our free will as well Um, so essentially what Um, I started to come on to over the past you know eight and a half to nine years was the understanding that there was and and it was interesting going back to childhood I I had always felt um, and I always asked the question to my to my parents um, I would say you know the the world like none none of it makes sense like it's just just crazy like I I would watch them watch the news and I'd be like (laughs) what the hell are we looking at here like this is like you're talking like I'm watching these people in suits talk about these problems as if they're difficult to solve and I'm like but but didn't we create everything here like didn't we create the economy didn't we create trade didn't we create you know food scarcity like we did this ourselves and therefore we can uncreate it and create something new it's like we're acting as though resources are finite in a sense I mean there's certain resources that are finite but in terms of the resources we truly need to make our world function, there's no, there's nothing short of abundance. I mean, a lot of that comes with technology, comes with you know, kind of shifting our perspective on things. But I mean, all of our energy problems are completely solved, and we don't need to use wind and solar. All of our water problems are solved, and we don't, you know, we don't need to worry about these things that people always throw all this fear around. Um, it's done. It's just being held back. And so my thing is, is it's like, you know, we. We have all these challenges, but we act like we can't change them. And, you know, asking that question so much as a kid and the answer that I always got was, you know, that's just not how the world works. And I said, well, that's uh, right. oops, because, you know, there there won't be a world if we keep going on this path. And, you know, if this world is driven by greed, power and, and money to some extent, which is just a form of consciousness, um, if it's driven by that, then – you know, it's it's going to destroy itself. Like there's a, there's a, you can't enjoy the greed, the power, or the or the money if you don't have any a planet or or a, you know incarnation to basically be able to say, yeah, I'm enjoying it, right? So that in itself is is like this weird destructive sort of loop that we're in. But um, you know, I I also looked at it and I, I noticed there was a difference when you look at regular uh, I say regular people when you look at the average person <laughs> that is I know, you know what you mean. walking. Around, <laughs> versus the elite when i say elite i mean the sort the the seemingly uh not the wealthy it's it's the it's the seemingly very controlling aspects there's certain people in this world and i felt this way when i was when i was a kid there are certain people where you just had this feeling like there's something there's something there that's different there's something that's that's turned off or there's something that's not quite right there's there's not a uh an empathy for what others are going through what others are experiencing it's it's very uh, contrived it's very calculated it's very and it's odd it's almost like their heart is turned off which is ultimately what you know, I had always felt, I'm like, there's, there's no heart there. And when I started to learn that, that the cabal and the Illuminati and a lot of the rituals that, that they do are actually doing things like that. They're turning off the hearts of a lot of these leaders and, and things like that before they put them into power, because there's no way someone could just say, Hey, yeah, go ahead. No, no problem. Let's start a war. Let's bomb this area of this country and approve it and not feel at a deeper level that, you know, you're really, you're killing innocent people. You know what I mean? People feel that. You know, so how is it that they're able to make these decisions? And that's where I started to kind of you know put two and two together there. And so again, going back to the shift aspect of it, so you know, seeing all this unfold as I was a kid and, and really asking about these things, there was this knowing that something in my lifetime was going to be dramatically different, that I was not ever going to live in the world that my parents lived in or that, you know, you would naturally project as as a naturally evolving world through, you know, years of just regular, like, technological advancements and this, that, whatever. There was something dramatically different that was going to happen, and I always knew that. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it would look like. I didn't know it had anything to do with consciousness. I, didn't, I, I just had no idea. It was just, you know, I mean, the, the, like – I can see this and I want to be part of it and I want to help foster it. And I knew that as a kid. Um, but at the same time, I very much just wanted to be a professional baseball player. That's what I wanted to do when I was a kid, you yeah. know? So it's it's not to say that like I also was, was like my mission was to change the world. I wanted to do that. But, you know, at the same time I had this other passion. And um, so coming into about eight or nine years ago, having had all that in my childhood, I was, I was told – very simply, and actually, one of the one of the uh, the early things that I had read that hit me, and I was like, "Oh, there it is." It was I was reading Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth, and um, in there, uh, and I don't quote me exactly, but he says to some extent in the very early few pages that there was a mass shift in consciousness happening on the planet, and so not everybody would be ready for it. Um, but essentially, humans are at this point where it's like evolve or die, and that's the choice. And, you know, basically there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to read this book and not truly understand what it's meaning and what it's really saying, but that there are people who are going to totally resonate with it. And over time, more people will resonate with it. But, you know, that's essentially what's going on here. And I'm thinking like, holy crap, like this book is deep. This book, like I totally, yeah, I totally resonate with it. And I understand the depths into which it's referring to. I can't believe Oprah's behind. It. I mean, I'm nothing against Oprah, but I can't believe because she's so mainstream, you would think, how is this gaining such mainstream attention if... People, this is going to kind of go over their heads, right? Not to be judgmental of the mainstream, but just it doesn't seem like a book that people would truly grasp the concept of given where we're at. And, you know, what we learned over time was a lot of people were really struggling with the concept, but it was a, it was a consciousness seed. It was something that that popped into a lot of people's minds and into the collective consciousness that would allow us to really start to explore and understand and expand on this stuff. Um, so it was fantastic, and it serves such a strong purpose in this world. I think, um, you know, like many other things have. Even nine eleven has has served one of the like most influential events to ever take place on the planet in terms of uh, consciousness awakening, in terms of people starting to understand how our world really works. Mm-hmm. Um, but so here we are. You know, we're, we're starting to understand this shift. There's a lot more materials and stuff coming out, and ultimately, what it comes down to, um, in the simplest explanation of what it is, is it, the film that I made, uh, the last one I made called Collective Evolution 3, The Shift, it was – the idea was that I knew inside myself. I had explored at this point. I, I had understood. I could see it. I could project it forward. I could understand. There was a mass shift in consciousness happening on this planet. But how do I or how can someone explain this to people? How can we make it so that it's almost provable? You know. And so what I did was I, I decided to explore science, uh, ancient cultures, uh, the current times of today, and like, in, from the science side, certain things going on in, in the cosmos. Um, and how could we look at that and start to determine what's actually happening? And how could we prove that there was a shift in consciousness going on? Because when you looked at the external world, you were seeing protests, revolts, insurrections, like you were seeing mass changes in society going on. And it was it was it's still happening, right? So why is it happening and why is it happening so much and why does it seem to be happening at a faster rate than it ever has had before? You know, what's going on there? I know from a spiritual perspective, from everything that i had learned and I had gone through and the different people and spiritual people that I had spoken to as well, um, when I say spiritual people, I mean, everybody's spiritual, but I mean, people who are really focused on that sort of thing um, and who dive into it like daily to like, that's their that's their career, that's their job, that sort of thing. Um, so I, you know, when I was speaking with them, they were all on this understanding as well, and they kind of knew and can see what was coming, and so I was like, okay, so that's all covered. So scientifically, cosmologically, what's going on? And so I started to look at uh, years and years and years of research of sun cycles and the impact of solar uh, solar. Uh, uh, waves and, and different cosmological energies and how they affect human consciousness and funny enough there was actually quite a bit of data on this and there was quite a bit of study and there was like you know thousands of years of of sun cycle um, uh, graphs that matched up with various uh, events in history that illustrated the changes that had gone on in people as a result of various sun cycles and so I was like fascinated by this I dove into this really deeply I started to understand what was going on and uh, from a From a cosmological and scientific perspective, and I started to realize that essentially the best way to explain it is in our incarnation here, whether you want to call it Earth, this solar system, you know, the universe as a whole, however you want to look at it. uh, Specific to what we're going through, um, many aspects of us and our solar system are evolving, just like the universe has always evolved. But it's going through a process right now where it's almost like a quickening. I mean, if you look at the experience we're having on earth when you understand from a soul level perspective, it's just an experiment. It's like, Hey, okay, let's create this. It's like, we create a video game. It's like, yeah, let's create this. Let's go, let's play it. And, you know, let's forget that we're actually the ones who created the game and let's just, you know, go and experience it and experience all that it has to offer so that we can get better overall at video games. And, uh, so, you know, we're going through this experience here on earth and we had set up, you know, these, I, this, this idea that we're, if, if we're lost in our experience, if, we, if the game gets too hard, there's almost like a cheat code that we can pop in to give ourselves, you know, some certain level of immunity or a certain level of superhuman strength or power, however you want to look at it from a video game perspective. But that's kind of what this whole 2012-ish, and now not exactly, you know, what people were talking about, and, and I covered this in the film, but uh, more so that it was a energetic event that was a beginning and an end, in a sense, of um, – what we had been experiencing collectively, and what now what we're going through, and what we've opened up to, is a shift in overall consciousness that's driven by our choice uh, on a soul level, collectively, to change the way we're living our experience here, as well as uh, the support coming in from cosmological uh, evolver, which is the sun, right, which gets its information from the central sun of 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 our uh, of our galaxy, um, and so it's like. You're having this evolutionary time, not just happen here on Earth, but in in all of our our solar system and beyond, um, where we're now upgrading our experience and we're moving beyond certain levels of consciousness that we've been experienced on this planet. And what that looks like from a very physical perspective is. All of our ways of living are, are starting to change. People are no longer feeling fulfilled with the way that things are. There's going to be mass shifts in the way we appreciate our environment, animals, each other, all those sorts of things. We're going to want to live through our soul's purpose and our soul's desires as opposed to living through the mind. We're no longer accepting this idea of just moving through life to, to you know work to survive. This is happening at an ever-increasing rate. Yes, there have always been people who thought this way, but there's so many people now, and it is so aggressive as to how it's overcoming humanity, that it is marking a shift, that's a, like a massive shift that's happening. And because of the force behind it, we're seeing changes happen so much faster. And it's, like, it's almost like you can look at the world one year from today and look at it now, and we're already like, holy crap, there are so many things that are completely different. And the people you thought would never, so quote unquote, wake up or think this way are suddenly thinking this way. Like I've seen tons of people over the years go this. And if you look at pop culture and if you look at, you know, even the celebrity culture and, and, and entertainment and all these different things going on, consciousness is making its way heavily into it. Um, we were just out in, in LA and, and we were talking about a, a, a series that we're doing and it's going to be pitched um, to a couple of big studios that, you know, are highly interested in this subject matter. You know, how does that happen? How is it that, you know, Hollywood and these places where it's supposed to be so, you know, dense and like, you know, controlling and all this sort of stuff, they're interested. So there's a shift going on in those people as well. And that kind of just shows that this whole consciousness thing, this whole shift, this whole change is making its way through all of humanity. And ultimately, Again, like I said, from a very physical perspective, we're going to see a massive change in our world, but it's also going to be a massive change in just how we feel and how we process ourselves, our emotions, You know, what we want to do, be more in alignment with self, not being so driven by you know, certain aspects of the mind and the ego, which is all programming based on what we've taken in from our world around us. But what if we could get into a true heart-centered space? And, you know, again, that's driven by a number of different factors. I'm just trying to summarize everything. number of different factors is driven by, but uh, what people care about most is ultimately how it affects them on a day-to-day basis. And that's why I like to talk about the sort of the physical world perspective. How does it really look? How does it really feel? What is my life going to look like? What do I need to do? And ultimately what I need to do is just, Really just pay attention to how you're feeling about things. Start making decisions based on, you know, your, your, your true inclinations versus what you think or um, versus what you fear. Um, and just really get into alignment with that. And you'll see your whole world. I, I mean, I've watched it happen in my own life and I've watched it happen in many, 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 many people's lives um, where it sort of seems scary, but it's actually the most beautiful thing ever. So it's just like, yeah, get in alignment with self. It's It's a huge portion of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. Like you said, uh, so many great things. And one of the one of the things that stuck out to me when you started talking about, you know, the the group of elites, these people, you know, who, who have been in control, who want to control, want to dominate, who want to murder and kill and, you know, rule over everybody with an iron fist. Uh, yeah, that you know, and we could throw everything in there, right? Like the media, the education system. I mean, all these kind of old world power structures are like clinging on to their last kind of dying. You know, they're 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 going out uh, uh, soon, and you know they're they're falling down. But uh, it, it seems to me like you guys have a really good balance. Uh, you, Joe, you have a good balance, and collective evolution <laughs> has a good balance of providing inspiring spiritual um, higher vibrational material uh, and subject matters and balancing it out with uh, you know the things that are kind of really going on in this physical world and and I and I referred to those kind of like you know those elite people and the, the government people and the the deep state people and and all that kind of stuff because you know, it was from my experience, I got kind of sucked into that world that Alex Jones info wars kind of, you know, we're all gonna die, they're gonna put us in FEMA camps. And I think that I think that sometimes people can get a little too sucked into that, to that world. You know, I mean, you turn on the, the, the television on, you know, CNN and Fox, they're selling fear. And then on on the some of these alternative shows, they're selling fear in a little different way. I mean, it's a lot of what they're saying is more is truthful you know with all this stuff happening but it's it's from my experience that I I notice a lot of people I do another podcast called part of the problem it's a uh Kind of a uh, news and politics uh, podcast with a, a libertarian kind of focus to it. And uh, we, we tend to get really deep and, and heavy into a lot of kind of fear-based stuff, you know, truthful stuff that's happening that we need to expose people to. But you guys, I think, do a good job of balancing this. You know, a, a lot of times people that are talking about consciousness and spirituality, you know, sometimes they can kind of drop out of the game and be in flowery, lovey, lovey land. And, you know, that's great. I mean, that's cool. But, uh, it seems to me that you guys are able to kind of harness this spiritual consciousness energy and implement it into all of these real things that we need to deal with. If we're going to make this change, uh, you think that's an accurate description of of what you guys are doing?
1: Absolutely. And I'm I'm so glad it it comes across that way. And I mean, that, that is a piece of feedback that we have received a a number of times. And and what's good about it is that it, it's exactly the the goal and, and what we try and do because, You know, like you mentioned with regards to the flowery and the lovey-dovey and all that sort of stuff, I mean, you know, there's a certain level of – that's just another ego representation to want to just be in that flowery, lovey-dovey place all the time because what you're not doing is is looking at, you know, the way the world is. You're trying to fit into another box as opposed to seeing the world for what it really is, and um, there's a lot, I think, in the spiritual space that is um, um, – not entirely complete or or somewhat misleading, or it is, like I said, it just uh, some other constructs of ego in a sense. Um, and again, still, it's part of the journey. It's part of the process where people you know are all expressing and what we're doing together. but um I think the the ultimate sort of understanding that we're kind of trying to come across is a is a true shift in, in what's happening on the planet, which means understanding what's actually happening on the planet and what's going on and allowing us to see that process that. And move through it. There's, there's going to be, and there already is it's happening, massive traumas that humanity. There's, there's, there's no way to avoid it. The, I, I, and it's not a bad thing. Like this is the, this is the, the, thing. It's like when people hear the word trauma and they're like, oh my god, I can't. It's like, no, trauma is bad when you don't know how to process it. But a trauma is really just an opportunity. It's a learning lesson and something to go through. But yeah, people are gonna have to understand how our planet's been run for the past while and who's uh, been at the helm of it and what they've been doing and and why they've been doing it. And, you know, maybe not every nitty gritty detail, but they're going to have to understand. Do you know what I mean? It's not something we can't go through a shift in in consciousness and understand our reality and know how to move through it and process it and move through all the all the different energetic portions of it, the emotional portion of it and everything that's there. And the reason why we chose to go through it in the first place, we cannot create another world without understanding what what had happened and what we've been through. So all these people trying to close their eyes to this, quote, unquote, negative stuff that's happening. It's not negative. Like the fact that, you know, uh. A, a, a group of people got together and knowingly, um, you know, with the help of the government and, and other forms of cabal, flew planes into two towers and, and killed people. That event in itself is not negative to talk about. It's negative if you were to say, for example, you know, all oh, these scumbag pieces of shit, blah, 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 went and did this and blah, blah. That's a whole different story. But what we do when we talk about it is, is here's what happened. Here's what went down. Here's what it means to us. Here's how we can process it. And here's how we can move forward, which is what it's all about, because like it, it's like people are OK with understanding that there's chemicals in their food that, you know, they can then go and buy organic. But as soon as they start to think about the fact that, you know, their governments may not have their best interest at heart for them, you know, that's a problem that we can't look at. Why? Because it just affects them on a larger scale and the mind and, the, and, the, and is trying to avoid the understanding because it means a mass uh, change and a mass shift in of perception and how we see and process our reality, and it means admitting that not that we were wrong but that we were misled, and that so to our minds we have something in there that's wrong, and a lot of times our ego we don't want to be wrong, we don't want to feel like we don't actually understand because there's a there's a fear mechanism in place that that grounds the ego in the reality that it believes to be true, and so that's why it's so important to to have that deeper conscious understanding of you know the energy of when your ego is thinking and feeling and and, 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 and expressing versus when your soul is coming out and when your when your soul is speaking through and your true heart uh, centered aspect of who you are and a lot of this stuff is, 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 as 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 lovey dovey or as airy fairy as it sounds is scientific and this is the fascinating aspect of all of it you know you could look into someone someone like the Institute of HeartMath who's this is what they do. This is what they measure. This is what their whole—they have technology that measures, you know, not only uh, collective consciousness but also that you know they have personal devices that people wear that you know helps them to uh, measure their heart coherence. You know, the heart has an, a, a measurable aura. Like this is this is not. Um, spiritual belief it's it's scientific fact and it's something that we just people don't expose themselves to and it's not in public conversation and so it, it seems as though it doesn't mean anything but when you start to understand the very basics of our reality it's like all this stuff makes complete sense and would shift the way we do a lot of things if we were exposed to this information but you know yeah i would i would say to just go back to answering the question entirely it's it's we need to look at this stuff. It needs to be presented in a specific way, in my opinion. And, and also, it's just what I feel to be true on a deeper level is, you know, we need to be able to explore it uh, from a way that's not emotional, from a way that's not judgmental, from a way that doesn't look at the elite for, or the cabal for something that, you know, they're a pile of evil scum or anything like that. They are doing what, in essence, they are supposed to be doing right now for us and for everybody and for themselves. And when we can look at it from that manner, and truly see it for what it is choose to not accept it which is what this is about we're not accepting we don't it doesn't resonate with us that it's still going on right so we're saying okay this is what's happened cool we don't want to express this anymore we don't want to play like this anymore so what can we do to move forward and how can we create that from a place that's not out of anger and judgment Because when you create a world out of anger and judgment for the previous one, you're not creating from a pure place. You're creating from a place that is now – it resents the previous one. So you're now trying to create based on the previous one as opposed to create based on what truly wants and needs to be expressed from a point of creativity. So it's very important to process that emotional side of it, but you can't process process it unless you know it. So – That's why we cover it. That's why we talk about it. There's pretty much no area that we won't go and talk about and cover. It has definitely um, challenged various relationships within this whole community of of people wanting to uh, sort of work together and stuff like that, because some of them, yeah, they won't talk about vaccines, or they won't talk about UFOs and aliens, or they won't talk about, you know, those sorts of things. But, you know, that's that's the way they want to move about. And that's the way they want to go. And that's up to them. But, you know, for us, that's how we feel it. And, and I think it's important to do it like that.
0: It's very important to do it like that. I, I agree a hundred percent. Um, you know, sometimes people, you know, they they get too caught up into how they're being perceived or being judged or something like that. And I think that you guys are, are not not in terms of you know, you're you're operating from from the soul, from the heart place, and and talking about everything no matter what, right? I mean, it's just like, hey, we're gonna talk about it, and and this is the way it is, and let's do something about it. So that I mean, that's that's amazing. And you mentioned your your movie there, um, Collective Evolution Three: The Shift. Um, so you're you're creating all this content, and you guys are constantly putting out all this amazing uh, content. Um, wh- what, uh, besides kind of, you know, reading and, and listening and, you know, people are going to listen to this podcast and hear the, all these things, these amazing things that you're saying, what's something that someone should do in their life, like on a, on a daily basis to kind of help be a part of this, this consciousness shift and help be a part of, uh, you know, this, this movement to elevate to a higher consciousness and, 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 you know, overthrow the cabal and, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, you know, bring about the change that, that we all, uh, you know, in our hearts really want to experience and want to see what, what can someone like, you know, really do and put into action?
1: yeah for sure um one of the biggest things is is really just starting to know yourself more and that sounds like oh okay well that's easy we'll, we'll, well maybe at the same time that's hard what does it even look like um well it's it's i i always say like some some simple things is even just like st- start journaling like go and, and just and talk about what you did that day what you feel that day how you feel like do check-ins like how am i feeling right now and why and the more you start to pay attention to you and to yourself, the more you slow down your reality, the more you slow down what's happening, and the more you start to realize there's deeper aspects of yourself that are in the background, either not feeling as as great as you might want, or, or you know that sort of thing. And so, creating that really good self reflection, those times to go within, and those times to explore yourself, will in in, in like certainly lead to. You knowing how you want to express and what you want to do. Um, Of course, at the same time, from a very, very practical point of view, so like beyond starting the journey of really just knowing yourself, um, it's, you know, think about the world that you want to create inside or the world that you want to see, like You know, do you want to see certain aspects of pollution happening? Do you want to see, um, you know, certain companies to not be around or do you want to see them shift or do you want to see other companies to be more popular or however it might be if you feel things are doing good things and vote with your dollar for that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Share with other people what it is that, you know, you believe in, like if if you decided to go organic because you felt like that was the right thing, then yeah, spend the money, go organic, do that, support it, and tell other people, and keep you know educating from a place of peace. No, don't educate from like you guys are all fucked. You know you're, you're 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 eating this blah blah. No, just educate from a place of peace because that's what it's about anyway, mm-hmm. and. Share and, and just make those choices in life. Make those choices of, of how, what you're going to buy, what you're going to do, what you're going to support, what you're not going to support, how you're going to, you know, doing things like I always tell people, you know, the, the, the stuff you surround yourself with to some extent also has a very big impact. You know, what movies are you watching all the time? What documentaries are you watching? What books are you reading? What music do you listen to? You know, pull some of the stuff away that's in a sense poisoning the consciousness or, or re, re-upping the power that the ego has. Chain, making those changes in life are huge, you know, cutting out the news, you know, I cut out top 40 music for a little while and see how different you're going to feel because you're going to feel really different. You know what I mean? Do two weeks of that. You're going to feel really different. Um, and just like these sorts of things are, are powerful ways to just start doing very small things, um, but also starting to create some internal reflection that ultimately will lead you to where you need to go. Um, because no one can really tell you what to do. You got to figure that out for yourself, but there are certain things that you can help to foster that communication within yourself and and start figuring it out. And it's really just about paying attention and asking yourself those questions. What do I really want to do? If money didn't mean anything, if I had no fears, if I had no limitations, what do I really want to do? Like actually, you know, those sorts of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, voting with your dollar, you know, making all the decisions that we make every day. I mean, it's so important. You know, people have a tendency, I think, sometimes to think, well, I'm just one person, what does it matter? Or, you know, not really giving thought to the decisions they make. But if you really stop and think, you realize that, you know, you do have a choice in the way this whole thing goes. With every little second that happens, and every day, there's a there's a choice to be made. And if you make the start making the right choices, eventually they'll add up. Um, and that's a, that's a powerful thing. And so, you know, this whole collective evolution, you know, really, Joe. I mean, you're talking about. I mean, it all begins with the individual. I mean, the individual. Every individual has to has to make a choice in order to you know to really be guided by their, their inner fulfillment and their soul and move into that, that heart space and, and, and be who they, who they want to be. And then we can have a better collective that way. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's (laughs) what it's all
1: about. It's, it's one affects the all because we're all connected. Right.
0: Excellent. So yeah, we're, we're just about, uh, heading up on an hour. I can't believe it's been an hour. I, you know, I gotta say, I, I, w- I wasn't sure what to expect and, you know, I, I, I know your work and I know stuff, but, uh, this is, uh, this has been a great conversation. I I mean, I could go for another uh, 25 hours or so just talking about this stuff. Uh, I, I feel like I say that with every guest that I have and people are going to message me and say, you say that all the time. But it's true. It's just when you start getting into a conversation, you know, just keep flowing and, and flowing. But, uh, but, yeah, anyway, so uh, I guess uh, before we, we wrap, uh, you know, we covered a lot of ground. We talked about a lot of things. Um, is, there any, is there any kind of, like, main mission or main, uh, per, you know, thing that you want to make sure that you, you get out to, uh, you know, my listeners?
1: Um, I just, you know, like, I think a lot of what I said, a lot of what I shared, um, is, is very near and dear in terms of just like the message of, you know, I, I think there's, there's no need to fear our future. There's no need to, um, uh, not have hope. There's no need to, to feel like, you know, everything's completely screwed and the cabal and the elite are going to kill everybody because it, it, it just check within yourself. Do you really, truly, honestly feel deep within yourself that that is where we're headed, right? So once you remove all the fears, all the programming, all this stuff, you know, is that really where we're headed? When you look at the amount that's changing, the amount of awakening that's happening, the momentum that's behind it, you know, I believe there's a lot of an overwhelming amount of, of hope in a sense, or just knowing that, you know, we are, we're going where we need to go. And it's just a matter of us getting on board and and really focusing on ourselves and and doing what we can and, and changing within and helping to create a more awakened consciousness overall on the planet by by doing our part and really just getting in alignment with your soul purpose, whatever that looks like. And to be clear, that doesn't mean your soul purpose has got to be um, – Oh, I'm helping change the world, it, it, like in a sense of like oh, I'm 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 planting trees or I'm writing articles or I'm doing whatever that look. It's but even if you really 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 wanted to help people um, get in in better shape and and you really wanted to just teach them about diet and exercise and stuff like that and you loved that, you being in the space of doing and expressing that and loving that is more powerful than you not liking writing about how the elite is doing what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? It's it's more powerful to do what you love like truly and express and, and, and upload that energy to the collective, no matter what that looks like. So but but it's gotta be a genuine love. It's gotta be something that you truly care about and Um, you know, to know the difference of that is, is, is a journey, but it's something I think we all inherently know, you know, when you feel really good about something versus when like, it's a temporary gratification mode, like, you know, your team wins, uh, you know, uh, you're watching baseball or basketball, whatever it is, and your team wins and you feel good for like 10 minutes. I mean, that's kind of just like a fickle form of, of loving it. But when there's a true loving meaning, like you feel like, wow, I totally belong here. This is amazing. You know, that's the kind of love we're looking for
0: yeah and that's such a powerful that's awesome and that's such a powerful thing and i think a lot of times sometimes people think like oh you know this is just such a daunting task i mean you know look at all this terrible stuff because we're just bombarded with all this this fear and all this bullshit you know in the in in the mainstream but like you said cutting that stuff out and you feel better you change there's a different energy that that you you start to have uh you know when you're no longer consuming that stuff you know i like to equate it to like you know, it's like eating fast food every day or something, you know, with this kind of news media mm-hmm. and all that bullshit that we experience. But I think that this is a very powerful closing statement by you and, and, and what we're what we're what we're seeing is you know more and more people waking up, more and more co- people shifting into a higher state of conscious, more people wanting to love, wanting to to share and to care, and eventually we'll see all of these things that have been created by our ancestors actually improve and and change and shift. And you know we might throw on instead of throwing on CNN one day, we might throw on CE one day, and it'll be like oh cool, let's see what's on Collective Evolution on channel forty four or something like that. So that's mm-hmm. the that's the kind Kind of shift that I think is possible when everybody starts kind of really opening up and, and moving to that direction. So that's a beautiful thing, man. And I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, just please uh, go and tell everyone where they can find you, uh, your your films. Um, you know, anything else you're doing? If you're on social media and and the website, of course.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, we're on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. I mean, if you just uh, search Collective Evolution on I- any of those platforms, I think I think Snapchat's the only one that's not searchable. I think it's Collective underscore Evolution. I could be – no, I think it's Instagram. I honestly don't remember our Snapchat because I really don't use Snapchat, so I feel like a terrible founder right now saying that, but <laughs> it's the truth of it. It's all right. We um, can edit this part but- out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Instagram collective underscore evolution, and then Facebook it's easy to just search us there, and you'll find it. Um, but it's just I think it's Facebook.com/slash collective evolution page, and um, yeah, it's it, our website's www.collective-evolution.com. Likewise, you could just type in collective evolution in Google, and you'll be you'll be there. But, um, the films and stuff like that are, we're currently in the, in the mode of sort of re-releasing them. Um, so if you kind of just catch up with our social media or join a mailing list or something like that, you'll definitely know when the film gets re-released, but it's basically it's a free screening model. So, you know, you'll you just pop in your email, you get to watch the film. It's not, uh, we're not charging people for it or anything like that. So it'll totally be available. Um, but it's, just, it's going to take a couple of weeks just to get that out there, but, you know, join us on, on any of those platforms and you'll know what's going
0: on. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks for taking the time and, uh, and being on today. Appreciate it.
1: Cool. Mike. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It was a real good talk. Enjoyed it. Always love the opportunity to, uh, you know, connect with different people. So it's been
0: great. Awesome. Thanks, man.